Hey guys, and welcome back to the Sweaty Palms podcast. I'm your host, Zoe Dillon, and you just heard a sample of the song No Concern from the guest of today's episode, the Josh Bennett Band. JBB hails from Athens, Georgia, and consists of five members. Josh Bennett, who's lead vocalist and plays banjo, Chase Washington on guitar, Aaron Rodgers on drums, Gabe Brogy on bass, and Andrew Barton on keys. Their music draws from bluegrass, rock, folk, and funk. And you can listen to their music wherever you stream, like Spotify, Apple, YouTube, and more. This episode was recorded a couple weeks back, so they're currently on their tour, which we talked about in the podcast, as well as just released their self-titled flagship album. So you guys should go check that out. The link will be in the description below. It was just... I haven't done this before on an episode, but I just wanted to preface it by saying um, it was such a pleasure having these guys on Sweaty Palms. Not only are they really passionate about their music, and you can tell in the way they talk about it, but um, they're also just really kind people and have great energy and presence um, about them. So this episode was just really fun to record, and it was cool to um, get to know these guys better. So I can't wait for y'all to hear it, and let's just jump in. I want to thank you guys so much for coming on the podcast. This is so exciting. Thank you so much for having us. Yeah, I'm here with the Josh Bennett Band. And the first question that I want to ask y'all is kind of what your origin story is. So how did you guys form? Yeah, our origin story is super fun. So I've known Chase and Andrew since they were little tiny guys, Mm -hmm. like four years old. And uh, we went to the same school growing up. They were in my little brother's grade, so they were always hanging out with us at the house. And I knew they played music, but I didn't start playing music till three years ago oh, wow. in college. And so I was like, play an open mic night at Boar's Head, just kind of as a fun thing. Mm-hmm. And then they came up here as freshmen, and I was like, starting to get a bit more serious at that moment. Yeah. And I was like, hey, let's start jamming together. And we formed a little group of guys and uh, it ended up just being me Andrew and Chase after it was said and done and uh, we were hitting open mic nights and that's where we found Aaron and uh, he was just playing with all the bands and when we got done we were like give us your number and so we jammed for a few months there didn't really have anything too serious going on and that was in the fall time last year Mm -hmm. or two years ago now right yeah two falls ago wow time flies so we were doing that and come january i called them up and i was like yo we should get serious about this we should start practicing hard and playing some gigs and stuff and so we started just practicing all the time like two three times a week and then we were looking for a basis everywhere and andrew's like i found one and gabe came and jammed with us and the first day he came, he just could play everything we could play by ear. And we're oh, like, wow. you're in. <laughs> How long have you played uh, bass for? I have played bass now for three years, but I played piano before then. But I love bass. I remember the first day that I went and played with them. The songs were just really fun and everything, and they seemed like a really great crowd to play with. And so when they asked me to join the band, like the next day, I was like, of course I'm going to join this band. We came into fruition and... That next week, we had our first gig at Boar's Head. And then the following day, we played Pappy's Field for PiCap. And that was our first fraternity gig. That was kind of our first deal with the the fraternity scene. And we love playing for them. Do you have maybe now like a roster of places where you like to play consistently other than Boar's Head? We always love 40 Watt. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, we played Roadhouse a little bit. On the Rocks is always fun. (laughs) On the Rocks has been closed for a little bit now, but they're about to reopen in a few weeks. And uh, we're like their house band. Could you describe to me what your sound or genre is, just for people who may not know? 
Yeah, it's a very interesting mix because you got all super different. You you got five guys with sometimes even opposite influences. Like, Uh um, I looked at your Spotify playlist and it was all totally different on there. Yeah, I loved it though. You guys have great music taste. Thank you. Thank you. Sorry to interrupt, but no, you're good. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'll speak for myself. My biggest influence is Stevie Ray Vaughan, Jimi mm-hmm. Hendrix, the type of guitar heroes. And then you mix that with, like, banjo, J.D. Crow. And then you got, like, Cuban jazz and an amazing Corey Henry snarky puppy type of stuff and <laughs> funk from Aaron. It's it, it's really interesting, but uh, I feel like today in modern times, this is, like, the most opportunity of times for a band to make something new. Mm-hmm. So I, that's, I think, the special thing about JBB because... It's the most newest thing yet, feels like to me at least. Yeah, definitely. We play off of each other. It's great. I just had to ask that question because I couldn't quite pinpoint what I would think your sound would be. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to hear from y'all and I'm sure other people are really curious too. So I've heard of your flagship album coming out, JBB in June. What can fans expect from that? I love every <laughs> single song on there. They're all, they're all, I would say they're all, all of our babies. You mm-hmm. know, we really, we really took them from from the start and made them into a whole album. I would say we're we've got kind of a folk rock-ish sound and we've got some more chill stuff on there. We've got some heavy rock and roll, we've got some bluegrass stuff, cool. so it all comes together really nicely. A lot of people call us funky bluegrass. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, I can see that. Funky bluegrass. Funky bluegrass and then and then we do some rock, a lot of rock stuff, so when <laughs> it becomes rock, I call it more folk rock so to me it's a mix between funky bluegrass and folk rock i think it's really nice to have like a variety in your sound because then it keeps y'all different interesting and then i feel like each album isn't going to sound the same which i think some artists kind of pitfall into can you walk me through the process of creating your first album what that was like and then were there any difficulties you ran into that you weren't expecting yeah i mean it was some of our first times recording in a studio we went Uh to chase park then also andrew has a studio in his room at his uh-huh. fraternity house where we recorded four of the 10 songs on the album. And uh, we go in there, he does all the mixing, and then a few of them he mastered. Some of them we got mastered at Chase Park, mm-hmm. but the process, it, it just depends the, the route we take. Cause when we went to Chase Park, we knocked out six songs in a day and it was just like grind, get them done. And then at Andrew's house, we get to like be really precise and okay. do exactly, everybody records separately. And so we get to do exactly what we want to do at the exact time. And it's really cool. Like, I think uh, the songs we chose to do at Chase Park and the songs we chose to do at Andrew's house were perfect for what the kind of style we wanted to do to get them recorded and made. Andrew could probably talk a lot more about this stuff. The, uh, The first song that we did, Be Mine, I took a class with David Barbie. It was like a music production, too, I think it was called. And... For my final project for that class, I had to record a song, so we ended up recording Be Mine, and my goal with that song, with recording because the plan was just to record it for my project, mm-hmm. and then we would go to the studio and record it separately. My goal for that was to prove to myself and to prove to everybody else that you don't really need a fancy recording studio to mm-hmm. get a really solid sounding oh, song. Do you guys have a song off this album that y'all are collectively really excited for everyone to hear? Like, if you had to pick a favorite, if you can, what would it be? Oh, yeah. My personal pick would be Sunflower, because it's like, it's not even that hard of a song or anything, but I just think it's one of the most beautiful things we've created. There's lots of very nice harmonies and everything, and I think we came together very nicely for that song. Definitely. 
and I would say probably the reprise at the very end of the album. It's just like the the cherry on top, in my opinion. Uh, I think I'd have to go with one of our songs on there called How It Goes. It's a very special one to me, just the lyrics and the meaning behind it. But that one's my favorite. The old slow, slow tune. I like that one, too. This is a hard one for me because, like... I've wrote a, a bunch of these, and Chase has written some, Andrew's written some, and it's hard to pick your favorite child. Be Mine has just always been, it's always been there for me, <laughs> you know what I mean? But uh, one that no one's heard yet, uh, Chase wrote, called No Concern. It's our most rock and roll song on there. It's really good, too. I love it. It's really hard to say because every song on the album really is beautiful. And like Josh said, "Be Mine" is always going to be special because it was the first one that we, mm-hmm. the first one that we really played together, and the first one that we released. And like that's when I felt like we were really a band, you know. That's mm-hmm. that's the one that tied it together. But I gotta say, like, I love funk and rock, so I'm gonna go with "No Concern." This is the first song on the album, and I think it's a great way to start the album because it's like, it's our most groovy, dancey song, and I think it'll get everyone moving the second they even start the album. I know you've performed at the Forty Wow, which you all have already mentioned, and I have to ask, what was it like? Mm-hmm for y'all. What was the experience of, of performing there? The first time being there was like the most insane thing I've ever experienced, I'm gonna be honest. Like it's very I, surreal. Yeah, just knowing like what has gone on in that place and then knowing that now you're a part of what has gone on in that mm-hmm. place was an incredible experience. And like you've seen the back where all the names are written out on the walls. Walking in for the very first time and seeing that, all the people that have stood where you stand it makes you feel so good about the path that you chose in life. You know what I mean? Like, it just made me feel awesome playing there. And also the, the lights and everything are so cool. Too. <laughs> just being up there is just awesome. What's something unique that each of you contribute to the band? So some skill or talent that's different or adds to your sound. For instance, is Josh a great lyricist or does Chase come up with really cool guitar licks, kind of stuff like that? Well, Josh snores a lot, so I'm not really looking forward to that. It's all having to sleep together in this tour. R.A.P. No, Josh is an amazing lyricist, and he has a fantastic voice. Mm-hmm. And JBB wouldn't be anywhere, anything like it is without the banjo. That's pretty much our defining sound. Uh-huh. So Definitely. we'll give you that. Um, I just like to play drums, you know. I like to keep the rhythm. One of the fun things I like to do for some of our live shows is be kind of unexpected and sometimes these guys mm. get mad at me for it and sometimes they love it because I'll do something that we just didn't practice and then I'll just force them to follow me and then sometimes it works out great sometimes it doesn't no the thing about know. the thing about Aaron that's so great is that I feel like a lot of drummers kind of play to the music but they're like the leaders like they lead the music and everything whereas Aaron listens to the rest of us and goes off of us so it's kind of like a harmony between the drums and everyone else, whereas other drummers kind of just do their own thing and go crazy. But I, I love that about Aaron's drum playing. I don't know, what other aspect that we bring into the band? Yeah, like what's something unique that y'all all contribute? Everyone's just really good at their instruments. I don't know, that's kind of a very generic <laughs> answer, but like Chase, I mean, Chase is a great showman with his guitar. I mean, there's so many pictures of him playing it behind his back and everything, and he just looks so cool playing the guitar. And then Andrew, Andrew is just like a, a master of the piano. I mean, there's really no, I don't know how else to put it. You're so beautiful, everything. Flavortown. So Flavortown, that's a great way to put it. <laughs> <laughs> and then I love playing just bass with everything because I love, I love dancing, I love grooving, and we have such a bouncy vibe with the bluegrass and everything. I just, every, everyone's always like, you know, just moving and dancing and everything is awesome.
That's what I think, at least. I so think where we get the funkiness is these two guys. We we can hold down some of this bluegrass stuff, and then they make it extra funky. You know what I mean? Like, they're holding down that funky Aaron, yeah, rhythm. Aaron and Gabe. Yeah, Aaron and Gabe, the drums and bass, like, they keep that funky rhythm going. Coolest thing about Gabe is he really does have just such an ear for music. Like, we'll find ourselves doing something that we haven't done before, and then suddenly we just somehow play the exact same thing at the exact same time. And it's crazy how often that happens, and it's because he has such an amazing ear for playing you're very talented Gabe I love you (laughs) (laughs) and then yeah back to like Chase and Andrew Chase rips the guitar like I almost cussed like four times because like that's <laughs> that's the only way I can explain how hard he rips. Like he's got the crowd screaming as soon as he kicks off a solo, and same as Andrew and like the filling licks that Andrew throws in. Like that's what I'm talking about when it comes to Flavor Town on the keys. Like when there's a need for some some ear candy, Andrew's there to save the day. You know what I mean? We both kind of play off each other doing that kind of stuff. Like between the banjo and the keys, throwing some like cool licks. Like at the end of like a a sentence per se of music line it's yeah. super cool i would say also me and chase have pretty good chemistry together really good chemistry together because like we played our first gig ever together at a grad party it was our sophomore year of high school so we've been playing four years together at least yeah so we all work well together and we all play off each other and we we all definitely learn from each other a lot mm-hmm. I think a a huge thing that I've always been grateful for is, like he mentioned, the chemistry. Josh is kind of, especially in the past two years, he's been like a big brother in many aspects. And then I've known Andrew, like he said. I mean, I've known him since first grade. So that's just there. There's that chemistry. And then I've never clicked with any random people like Aaron and Gabe in my life. And, um, yeah, I think that's one of my favorite parts of this band is just the chemistry and the brotherly love bromance. I feel like I can just hear it with y'all talking in the room, like you're just very warm and inviting people and you have like a really good energy about you. So I think that's tef- like, definitely probably carries through with your playing as well. Um, so thank I you. can't wait to see y'all perform. Yeah, yeah thank yeah. you so much. Can we talk about your tour coming up? Where are you going? Where are you performing? The only two places we played is Atlanta and Athens. Okay. And so uh, it's exciting to finally get to be going somewhere new. So we're going to be going through South Georgia, Savannah. Our first place we're going to be camping is Brunswick on the beach. Oh, so cool. it's going to be that's going to be awesome. We'll be on the beach for a few days, and uh, then we're going through the top of Florida and uh, and and through Alabama. Mm-hmm. We're going to go to Nashville once we get throughout the whole state of Alabama, and then we're going to go to Blue Ridge and come home. We're still booking out the end of Alabama, and we have, like, stuff in the works all throughout, but Underbelly is Jacksonville. We're going to Wormhole Friday in Savannah. That's going to be fun. We're playing there with a cool band called Space Gator. We're working on a place in Tallahassee called Fire Betties right now. They're under, like, new management now, Mm -hmm. and so we don't know if that's going to work out or not, but... um, Fingers crossed. Yeah, big finger cross. (laughs) And, um... We got to get them out more places, but I'm trying to, I can't remember them at the second. We'll take it as it goes, but I mean, the experience, no matter what, is going to be awesome. It's going to be so cool with these guys. You know, the chemistry that we have, we're going to keep building it and everything. I think so, especially if we're camping every night in Florida. Mm-hmm. We're going to get real yeah. close. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe too close for comfort. <laughs> yeah. What platforms is your album going to be available on? Is it Spotify, Apple Music, anywhere you can stream YouTube? Yeah, anywhere you can stream plus YouTube. Okay. Um, 
yeah, that's about it. Do you have any plans on the tour to, for somebody like to film your concerts at all or any type of videography? So we have a main photographer, Suze Evans. Oh, okay. She's super awesome. Like if you're a band in Athens and you're listening to this and you need a fantastic photographer, hit up Suze. But uh, we were talking to her and we're like, yo, you want to meet us at the beach? <laughs> and she was like, yeah, let's do it. Yeah. So uh, we'll, we'll do that. But we also have a uh, our sound guy coming with us. His okay. name's uh, David Spangenberg. He's going to be doing some photos for us as well as doing our sound and he's gonna try to do a little merch selling probably get some live recordings out of it yeah awesome he's kind of our uh utility guy okay (laughs) and so he'll be he'll be doing some of that just the kind of stuff david's the best david saved the day with a lot of things on this tour so how do you think streaming services like spotify have contributed to getting your music heard and getting new listeners and followers so it's really cool how spotify can make an artist what they are today without having a record label back in the day you almost had to have a record label to be on the radio and get heard but now we can record in andrew's bedroom and put a song out you know and and tell people about it you can uh we apply to playlists we're on a couple playlists on spotify um what's the process of applying for a playlist how do you go about doing it Whenever you're like dropping a song, you, you got to send it to Spotify like a few weeks in advance. Mm-hmm. And once it's in there, you just go to their website and you apply to be on like playlists and curators. They're listening to songs all day and placing these songs in certain playlists. And so uh, we're on two different playlists right now with Be Mine and Endless Race. And uh, Up in the Smokies is on one. And those are our three ones that are out right now. And That's the more playlists we get on, the more we can get on people Discover Weekly. Yeah. The more we work at these playlists, is the better it's going to look for us and everything, the more people discover us. But there's a Which ton is, of competition out there, too. So Yeah. Do you focus more on getting on Spotify and being a part of Spotify than Apple Music? Because I know Apple Music, not as many people are on it. Are you working towards staying within that streaming service? We're on every streaming service. So, like, whenever we do promotion and stuff, we'll tell everybody it's everywhere. Okay. But Spotify is the main one. Even when you're on Instagram and you post a story and you click and you put on like your song at the top of your story, right? It's linked from Spotify. People are clicking on that and they're like, all right, well, I can't even get to Spotify if I don't have it. But, you know, I mean, Apple Music is great because they pay the artists the best and Spotify doesn't. But, you know, you got to do what you got to do. If one streaming service more people use and it's more popular, then obviously it's in your best interest to use the, like to market it for that streaming service right. versus Apple Music. They obviously have done better. That's the best thing that's ever happened in the world for getting music out there. Like there's probably like what a billion songs on there by now. Like I mean, it's crazy how much music is on there, and anyone in the world can put music on there. So it's like that's what's cool to me about it. What I wish they would do is like figure out some better ways to get unheard artists heard like yeah you can apply for playlists but they're like super competitive playlists unless you got like an kind of you know we talk a lot in our music business class about like it's about who you know a lot of times so like it's it's just hard to come up through spotify only that's what i would say it's more of a tool for us and we're not trying to make a ton of money off spotify we're really using it as a tool to market ourselves and get our music out mm-hmm. I think we've been able to take advantage of Spotify. There's a lot of different things in Spotify that you can use. There's one creative way that we've been able to use Spotify is that each song on Spotify has a little barcode that like if you tap on the album, like it has it at the bottom. So one way that we've been able to really take advantage of that 
is by like screenshotting that barcode and like printing it out in little stickers. And then we all together, we put these stickers like all over campus, all over Athens, like downtown and everything. And I've had so many people like tell me that they just saw it. Like I'll put them up in like bus stops or what whatnot. And they saw it and scanned it and they're like, oh my God, Josh Bennett band, that's awesome. So that's a, I think that's just a really creative way that we've been able to use Spotify. It's crazy how well that barcode, <laughs> it's crazy how well it worked out. That was genius. It worked out great. Had, again, several people come up to me and be like, oh, hey, I saw this sticker in the bathroom. Be mine is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> this was so successful. Like, that was such a great way to market. I, I, I put them all over the library bathrooms, like in the inside of the stalls and everything. Because it works great. Like you're staying right at it as you're sitting there. <laughs> Yeah. If you're going like, well, to be there a long as well time, check it out. yeah, that's awesome. Do you think it's more important to go on tour these days or to promote your music through social media or is it kind of a little bit of both? Whatever you can do to promote yourself, do it. Like okay. that that's what I've learned. Like like we're all we were all in these guys are still in college, but like I was just in college and so there's only so much you can do when you're you got like three things on your plate like band school and then mm. your job but now that it's i'm a little more open like the promotional stuff is about to go through the roof oh absolutely you know what i mean and on tour there's lots of places to improve too because social media presence it's like a lot to handle but one place i think that i'm gonna try to at least help us improve is through tiktok that platform is just the possibilities are endless on tiktok like you can blow up a song on tiktok like overnight Especially on this tour, I want to be able to really get a strong foothold on TikTok because we'll have a lot of time to edit and record videos of ourselves doing literally anything. It's going to be like our probably kind of our vlogish kind of deal too, okay. like kind of keeping everybody up to date plus like weird stuff. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like if anything crazy happens to y'all, like your van breaks down yeah. or something, you have to talk about it. We recently created a website, and I think Instagram is important to have all the the show dates or whatnot, and singles, albums, etc. But on the website, that's where we can maybe start posting some cool pictures and stuff, because that's if people go deeper into our band. What are your plans for merch and selling merch? Yeah, I see. Yeah, wearing the shirt now. Yeah, who designed it? Where do you want to go with it? What other things do you want to sell? I mean, I just I worked with a uh, t-shirt company called Be Unlimited, and they designed our t-shirts and they're they're called our spirit animal t-shirts and um so we've been selling those Uh and we will take take a crate of them around to shows and just sell them after the shows and you know it's a great promotional method we got to talk about the animals yeah we each we each got to pick our animal no, so Josh is the bear, cause like you know, bear with the banjo. I mean, he looks sick, you know. It's a, look at look at that cool looking bear. And then, and then I'm the fox. I, I just thought that was yeah, no, cool. Yeah, fox, fox with the glasses playing the piano, sick. <laughs> I'm Andrew. Andrew is Andrew's the, fox. the fox. Josh is the bear. Chase, you got to talk about why you're a cat. I love cats <laughs> so much. Uh, I have my own cat. It's really the band's cat. Mm. Same as Kurt. Yeah, cats are just so cool. And I was like, what's cooler than a cat shredding a whatever kind of guitar he's playing on that t-shirt? I'm I'm a little crazy lemur. I just like him because he's just crazy looking. We'll have to show a picture on it. Gabe the lemur. A little funky little lemur. And then Aaron's a little badger boy. Yeah, I'm he, a little bit argumentative. So. Yeah. <laughs> Stubborn. If you could describe your sound in one word, what would it be? Yes. I know it's kind of a hard one, right? Mm-hmm. Did you say yes? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Dang, that is hard. I know I had to get one that y'all had to think about for a minute. Yeah. 
I think I accomplished that. This isn't good. <laughs> Stump me. I think a little too hard. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> I would say rooted. Rooted, okay. Because I feel, especially with me, Josh, Andrew, even Gabe, and Aaron's playing, everyone, uh, you can hear those influences. And like, like I mentioned earlier, that's when I think it gets real fun because you have those influences, five different influences to create something brand new. So I would say rooted. That's that's a lot and more insightful than what I was gonna say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was really good. I was I was just gonna say rock and roll, because we're it's not yeah. one word. <laughs> <laughs> rock and roll. They have dashes, so yeah. it's all it's all one word. <laughs> rock and roll. <laughs> My word. I think I'm gonna say Athens. Because in our time playing all together, we have been able to meet so many different bands all around Athens, just playing with so many different people and just seeing them. And I think our band mixes so many different influences and so many different types of music that go on in Athens. We bring it together so, so nice, I think. And I just, I, I would love to be like one of the bigger bands of Athens, like a big representative of, of this town that we all live in, this great, beautiful, classic city. And yeah, so Athens, I think. I think is a good way to put it. I could try to elaborate on yes. That would be great. <laughs> I'm gonna stand by yes, because I said it. Uh-huh. I guess the reason would be, <laughs> no matter what you're looking for in a sound, in music, you can find a lot of it in our sound. Because as we've discussed, like there's so many different influences and so many different sounds, and the album itself, one song sounds wildly different from the next. So. If you ask for a certain sound, the answer will be yes. I'm, I'm going to tag onto that with my word as universal. We have people that have listened to our music like throughout the world now. And people in Chile love our stuff because nice. Gabe has a lot of family down there. And awesome. they've sent it around. And like we got we get like a lot of listens from Chile, which is so cool to me. No, my family in Chile loves our band. They're, yeah. they're, they're, in every, France. Yeah, and, my, and then my grandparents live in France. And they've been showing all their friends in France. So it's kind of cool. I mean, and they all love it. Like they all think it's great. Like representative of of the South of the United States. It's like, whoa, that's so cool. Yeah, like world tour. one yeah. day world tour, <laughs> France and Santiago. Something to add on to what Gay was saying a minute ago about Athens. Um, this is a great time in Athens with some of the bands down here. Bands like Camden's Damn Jam Band. A bunch of bands we play with have been so welcoming into to this time when we first started getting going but yeah huge shout out to to the bands around here it almost feels like the more bands you meet like the more bands you meet there's just a plethora of people doing music in this town and it's just i think it's amazing because like i it's just it's been really really nice to get into that scene of athens which so many people i mean don't get to see there's so many people in it but there's so many people that don't get to see it and i think we're very lucky to be able to be a like a part of it it's just so cool when you're practicing together, how do you come up with new songs? Like, so if you're jamming, do lyrics come first? Does the music kind of that? Is the so you're talking about different? our original stuff? Yeah, and then also, well, because you kind of already went into this new stuff on the album, so yeah, your original. So stuff. all the stuff that I've wrote, if I think it fits for our band, because I mean, I have like a ton of songs that I've wrote, but <laughs> like, there's like some that I'm like, we would never play that, and a lot of them I crumple up and throw in the trash no you should keep just put them on a wall yeah (laughs) Yeah. but i'll uh i'll usually just like send it out to everybody and be like do y'all like this y'all want to try it Mm -hmm. and if it gets the yes or no if it gets the yes 
we jam it out and if it makes sense we just start working on it for the songs we've co-wrote a few of them like me and chase have wrote there's like two of them we wrote like <laughs> drunk at like 4 a.m and <laughs> in our feels and so those were just like that was like a how it goes a, a very deep feeling song and mm-hmm. we were like everybody's gonna love it and it just whenever we we find a song like that it just we all build upon it together and it becomes what it is mm-hmm. it's a really cool thing i enjoy it our last practice started with a 45 minute uninterrupted jam well that we, we just didn't stop playing and we went through seven tempos and 11 different styles just because we we're just playing with each other just experimenting you know we have this brand new in-ear system which allows us to hear every single instrument playing and all the voices, all the microphones, every single little bit of the drum in our ears and you can adjust the level. So it's, and it's really easy to hear everyone super clearly and it allows for a lot more like communication within the band while you're playing. And so I think that's gonna, Josh is the, he's the king of the lyrics and everything, but our, I think our jams are about to improve a lot. We'll be able to work on them a whole lot with this new system. Just a little message, if any new bands are listening, get ear protection. It's essential, and we yeah. we haven't been too great about it, but we're very we're getting started on good ear protection now. We waited way too long. We waited a little too long, though, but you guys should definitely invest. Yeah, it's never too late, so good on y'all for doing that. How did you decide vocally how you want to sound? I ask because I think you have a really unique sound and voice that sets you apart from most folk bands that are performing today. Thanks. <laughs> well, I, uh, I've i been singing my whole life in the past probably four years because I started really getting into music three years ago, but the year before that I was starting to work on refining my voice. And so I have inspirations like from Chris Stapleton and yeah, he's great. Tyler Childers. Uh, I love, um, oh, what's uh, Leonard Skinner's lead singer? Why can't I? Ronnie Van Zandt, yeah. I, I mean, like, I love that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So southern rock and and i don't try to sing country but i just like kind of like the way that tyler childers has the vibrato and i also have that so i learned some things just from listening to him and same as chris stapleton is like i kind of got that raspiness that he has but all of our tones are like way different i don't want my tone to sound like anybody except me in the next year we're going to be trying to improve a lot on our harmonies, bring back that bluegrass feel, which, which would be mostly me and Chase. I'm Gabe. I think if we can get those bluegrass harmonies down, singing real nice with Josh, like Josh's voice will be the super powerful upfront one, but those high harmonies would just sound great. And we're going to try to work on that. Like that Grateful Dead vibe where they're all sang together, I just would love that so much. We got to get Aaron and Andrew to start singing too. Oh yeah. <laughs> and we've also, we've brought in some female vocalists to record on some of our songs. We had Michaela Connelly and we had and Mia and Garrett. Garrett Gray. Yeah, he's awesome. <laughs> Me and Garrett play uh, with Drew Young Thomas and with Cam and his Jam Jam Band, some of our good friends. So they're all awesome people. The female voice does sound really good with Josh's voice. Kind of just like, I don't even know how to describe your voice. Powerful, strong, raspy, like, uh, and then the super high little, the high, the high female voice. I just think it sounds great. Especially, and the end of Sunflower. The end of Sunflower is amazing on our album. Excited for everybody to hear Sunflower, song number two on the album. Do you guys all live together, and where do you practice? Yeah, we actually practice at my place, um, right off Millage and 
Oh, this is this is Chase, the cat, the cat guy. Nice. Um, yeah, we practice at my place, and uh, I'm so grateful because I don't have to wake up early in the morning and drive to anyone's house to practice. Yeah. So I just get kind of you know, Aaron. Yeah. We start practicing. It's like 8 a.m. and Aaron's like, "Get up, man." But um. Do your neighbors hate you or are they okay? Yes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Do you ever well, get like- well, one of my neighbors, one of my neighbors, they're, they're super cool, but the other ones, I don't think they're a big fan. Uh, okay. But uh, it. yeah, I mean, we were jamming and playing and I think someone was on the drums. It was probably 4 a.m. Uh-huh. Someone's on the drums. That doesn't usually happen, but it was just one of those nights where... It wasn't me, by the way. Yeah, it, it wasn't Aaron, actually. It's it our other drummer. No, it was Aaron. <laughs> But um, yeah, our neighbors come out. It's like a townhome complex, mm-hmm. and just screaming. It's four o'clock in the morning. What are you doing, screaming? But that's just you know that's just what you deal with. Uh-huh. But um, <laughs> he missed a few choice words. Yeah, yeah new choice yeah, words. That's okay. But uh, it's really a it's really a fun thing having. It, I mean, my my room is no longer a bedroom. It's really a whole a whole venue. Mm-hmm. Ooh, so nice. if any bands looking to play in my bedroom, his room right now is literally. A disaster. Like there's more cables on the floor than there's floor you on the floor. The floor yeah. You can't see the floor. When if you yeah. get up to go to the bathroom, do you trip on anything and then yeah. Okay. <laughs> you should do like a clear path or something just so you don't break your leg. Yeah. <laughs> and a lot of times for the morning practices Josh will bring us some chicken biscuits or something oh, too. Nice. There's always what a king. are amazing. Is there anything that you want to add that I haven't said? Our main goal in the fall is to get to the Georgia Theater. That's like number one. Or I would love, this is what I want to do. Like, I want to open up for a big band. Like, I want to open up for someone big, big. That's me. But If y'all had yeah. like a band that would be your number one to open up to, who would it be? Oh, wow. that's hard. Okay, I'll, I'll let you start, Aaron. Here. Another question. Twiddle. Twiddle. Yeah, <laughs> that's a great one. I'm going to have to go with Lost Dog Street Band. They're playing at Georgia Theater in the summer. And I just feel like our vibe would be so cool with, them, with theirs. I would love to play with Kendall Street Company because I think they're so, so good. And we kind of match their vibe a little bit too. There's a couple uh, from around here. Granville, Family Recipe, Jimi Hendrix, if that would be possible. <laughs> yeah, stuff like that. I would say camp. If we, if we could yeah. open I take it camp. back. I changed to camp too. Yeah, I love camp. They're awesome, so. That's where I got the inspiration to start banjo, or one of my inspirations, and uh, kind of the style I play, too, is like Evan Westfall of camp. He's incredible. He plays with a guitar pick, which is a little different than me, because I play Scrug style, which is the three finger picks. But uh, I've learned so much just from watching him play, and and what's cool about our band, too, is like I've learned to like play rock and the blues and other things on the banjo. Banjo is not like, it shouldn't be confined to bluegrass. And I always wanted to prove that. I'm just now barely starting to be able to like, get to really being able to play this stuff and it makes sense. But it's become something that's a passion for me is to figure out how to play banjo with any type of music. And funk too. I've been working on superstition so hard lately just so I could do some of those cool licks like you know. So that's been my goal. And so shout out Evan Westfall from camp for helping me. It's kind of crazy to incorporate the banjo into lots of different styles of music, but I think we're getting really good at it. It's been fun being able to hear banjo on songs that you would never like really think to hear a banjo on. Superstition is a good example. Or like when we play Rocky Raccoon and there's a banjo on that song, it sounds so perfect. I'm like, this song needed a banjo from the start. <laughs> <laughs> the feels were wrong. <laughs> 
I do something called the lightning round. You have to pick between two things and just say the first thing that comes to your head. Don't think about it. We can go around by who wants to start. Aaron's got it. Okay, okay I guess it's me. All right. Um, performing at the Fox Theater in Atlanta or Red Rocks? Red Rocks. Red Rocks. Red Rocks, Chase. Red Rocks. That's my lifelong goal. What is Red Rocks? <laughs> <laughs> is that the canyon place? Yeah, it's, it's in Colorado. Well, I mean, that. that sounds pretty cool, so probably Red Rocks. <laughs> <laughs> Tinder or Bumble? Oh. Uh, Tinder. Tinder. Bumble? Okay. Neither. I'll never, I'll never use a dating app. I think I might start using dating apps on this tour just to uh-huh. try to get girls to show up to the to the shows. That's good marketing. <laughs> Smart I, I marketing. Use it only as marketing. marketing. Okay, yeah, no, yeah. I think it's a great marketing. You just swipe right on a bunch of people. Hey, pull up to the show. Yeah. We're playing, and then we'll have a bunch of girls there. So hopefully, hopefully that works. But Tinder. Uh, I like I, Bumble too, though. I like the idea of Bumble. Just okay. throw that out. Live music or recordings. All right, first of all, why am I the one holding the mic every time? I'm the only one who doesn't have time to think about these okay, things. We but can that start. one's easy. It's, it's clearly live music. Uh, live music. Live music, for sure. Yeah, live music. Live music is just awesome. Playing live all together, you get in a headspace that you never... Like, you, it's, it's impossible to reach doing anything else. And when we're super tight, we all feel it. Like, we all know it. And mm-hmm. it's just... It's a different form of language is through our music. It's crazy. See, that's what it sounds like when you're the last guy to hold the mic. Yeah, I've been I've been able to think of, <laughs> I've been able to think about it. Superman or Batman? Okay, Superman would realistically destroy Batman. Superman has so many powers. Batman is just uh, he's just rich. He's cool, but he's just rich. Facts, Superman. Y'all are both lame. Dude, Batman has a way out of any situation possible. No matter what. He's a smart. He's. I think he's probably the smartest, out of any of them. I'm also Batman. I obviously Superman would destroy Batman, but Superman's a god from a different universe, and Batman's a human, and he's five. I don't know if it's that obvious, but I would also go with Batman. I think he could stand a chance. Maybe. I'll have to have y'all back when you're like well rested and back and you know hopefully have some time away from each other. We'd love to. Yay! (laughs) Well I want to thank you guys so much for coming on. It was so great to meet all y'all. I only knew Josh before this and it was really cool. You guys are awesome people and I love your energy and I think I already said that but I'm so honored to have you guys on. Thank you very much. We were so happy to come. And also stay safe on your tour. Send lots of pictures. Keep me updated. Text me the crazy stories as they happen because I want to (laughs) know. Thanks guys. Peace out. And I'm going to leave y'all with JBB's song, Be Mine. me.